Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast for an arrow ace girl. I'm Sarah. That's me. And a bi-demisexual girl. That's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, alcohol. Sounds Sounds fake, fake, but but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. Hello. It is a new, how is it March? This is a question I don't want to speak on that. I actually don't want to comment on that. Okay. At all. Understandable. Um, how is everyone? Have you been enjoying our book? Did you read it? Have you been listening to our second podcast? This is our second secret podcast? Have, have you gotten it even? <laughs> have you even <laughs> received it? Uh, they're printing even more, so don't worry about it. Yeah, we we are in our third printing, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> um, they printed more, and then they printed even more again. So, but ex, but extra more, but extra more, three times more, in fact, even. Yes. <laughs> so maybe one day I'll actually get to look at it in the store. I still have yet to see it. I've seen pictures of it on a shelf. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see it on the shelf, but it's back Me in too. stock online at Barnes and Noble today. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, as of today, a few signed copies left at the Strand that mm-hmm. you can order online. It's on Amazon, boo, boo, hiss, and you can get it on back order from like Bookshop.org or your local bookstore. It just won't, you won't have it till they have stock, obviously. Yeah. I recently ordered some more from bookshop.org because my boss told me to. <laughs> well, no, he told me to order more. I got them from bookshop.org because I support indie you bookstores. You didn't have to pay. Like, he paid for it. Right? Like, the company paid for it, Yeah, I didn't it, pay right? for it. Okay, I was going to say, that would be well, fucked up. And the books the books were $1.40 off. And I was like, I hope that's not coming out of my paycheck. <laughs> my paycheck. My several percent I make off of each copy. Uh, that's uh, that's. It's a big chunk of my money right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, who's been saying nice things. Thank you to everyone who came to oh our God. event. Yeah. It's, we, we need to have an event debrief because yeah. the other podcast was recorded before we did it. So many people came. It was so nice. It was so full. A lot of delight. people were there. It was 105. crazy. We got to sign a bunch of books. Mm-hmm. And we felt famous. And then some mm-hmm. of our listeners were there. And some of our mm-hmm. patrons were there. Fucking Martin, Martin Giselle. Giselle was there. Martin Giselle flew in. Unbelievable. For the event. And then Martin was what? like, oh, I'm one of your patrons. And we were like, Mar- we were like, Martin, what? And he was like, Giselle. And we, and we screamed. screamed in his face. <laughs> Later, Dean was like, who were you? Who was that that you screamed at? And I was like, Dean, you don't understand. That was Martin Giselle. <laughs> but then the next person in line was also a patron, but like a more recent patron. And yes. so I felt bad. Yeah, they were, well, but they said, they were like, I'm newer. And it was yeah. like, okay. I was like, I still recognize your name. Um, yeah. Angela Chen was an absolute delight. Wonderful. She's a wonderful lady. Mm-hmm. Um. We do have the audio recording of the event. I'm not mm. 100% sure what we're going to do with it. Yeah. We'll have to see. But we, we do have, have it. it. But it's, yeah. it is, it does exist. And there, there, there might were some be, good questions. 
There were some very good questions Um, and some silly times had. Was I sewn into my outfit and could pee all night? Yes. Thank you for (laughs) asking. Um, Yeah, but hopefully there will be at least a few more events this year. We're we're discussing. We're having discussions. Discussion. Yes. Indeed. Wonderful. Well, keep buying our book because we haven't gotten paid for it yet. (laughs) I don't know when that happens. I don't either. We can't even say like, oh, you have to buy it now so because it's the first week and it's important. Like we don't even have it's that's over. It's over. <laughs> we didn't do it, you guys. Shocking to everyone. They didn't, they didn't print enough for us it to was never gonna sell happen. enough. Well, because also a New York Times bestseller. Here's the thing about New York Times bestseller. I was talking to my coworker who used to work in publishing, and it's not an objective list. It's not actually based on what book is sold the most. They mm-hmm. They choose. So sometimes there are books that, like, do not – like, that. there is a book that sells more copies than the book that's on the list, and it doesn't make mm-hmm. it because they just don't feel like it. Like, it's an editorialized so, list. So what you're telling me is that we're not nepotism babies enough? Yeah. Which is rude we because – We should have been we, more nepotism babies. We worked with – the queer organization at the Times once. Oh, that's so true. So like one time we one did a time, thing with them. We did a panel. Anyway, now and you, for those of you being like, "What panel? I didn't see it. It, it was, was internal. internal. You don't get to. You don't get to see it. it. Doesn't. It, you didn't get to. You don't work at the Times. You wouldn't understand." <laughs> anyway, buy right. our book for no other reason than because I said so. And we have new merch for the book. <gasps> True. Um, I need to buy it. I should, ordered mine. Should and I do it right now? <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know, man, because I ordered mine and it said it arrived and it was not here. So I need <gasps> to do a little email and be like, "Excuse you, oh, me. Excuse never came you, me. to my house." But yeah, oh, we have book themed merch. There are two of them. There are two and of them. I'm gonna buy them. Both. And I think they're cute, so you should buy it. Nice. Um, I'm not going to buy it right now because um, we're we're focused. Yeah, focused. Sarah claims we're on a time crunch. So We are on a time crunch because in one hour and 11 minutes, oh, Hobie's single is coming time. out. I know, but so like what? Any anything could go wrong. Any number of things could go wrong. Anyway, okay. let's not encourage things to go wrong. What are we talking about this week? This week, we're talking about alcohol and the drinking of it. Because this is something that came up. So after our book event, we like went to a little bar cafe thing. And we're like, oh, if anyone wants to come hang out. So some lovely people that are part of, part of Aces NYC were hanging out. And we were chatting with them. Um, and somehow it came up that like, there's this study that came out that shows that A-spec people drink less alcohol than aloe people. And a bunch of on people, there were like, on average, a bunch of people, they were like, oh, yeah, I don't drink. And so we were just kind of talking about that and why that is and such. And we were like, oh, episode idea. And now here we are. <laughs> so thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that any of them actually listen to the podcast, but they one, still contribute. Well, I think one person, at least, had heard... Dalton King's episode. I mean, we were talking as they about Dalton should. King. Speaking of Dalton King, if you oh all my remember, God. Sarah's friend Dalton King writes gay porn for his job. He has been nominated. 
He has been nominated for a Grabby Award. A Grabby Award. And Sarah and I read the script. Lovely. Lovely stuff. Learned a lot. Um, he sent us other scripts, too, which I haven't read I haven't, yet. I haven't Very read them excited. yet. We were at I, the Mexican I think, restaurant. I think Amanda read all of them. We were at the Mexican restaurant with our families, and then the kids' side of the table was all heads down reading gay porn, and our parents were just like, la-di-da, talking about... I don't even... I think they were talking sap. about... Us. Yeah, they were also talking about about harvesting sap. Sap harvesting. Anyway, so Um, everyone show some love for Dalton King, who's nominated for a Grabby. Nominated for a Grabby Award. An icon. A king, if you will. If you will. Alcohol. I that's a word. I think I've said this in the podcast before. I struggle with pronouncing that word because my my instinct is to say alcohol. Oh yeah, we have talked about this. And I, I don't think that's a Michigan accent thing. I think that's just me. That's you. Okay, I found the study. Mm-hmm. So the study is called Understanding Alcohol and Tobacco Consumption in Asexual Samples, a Mixed Methods Approach. Oh. Um, I'll read you the abstract because that's all you really need to read. Yeah. Yep. It really is, to be honest. So the abstract says... Uh, existing research suggests significant differences in alcohol and tobacco consumption trends according to one's sexual orientation. However, asexual people have not yet been included in these comparisons. In this misme- mixed methods two-part study, we sought to compare groups' differences in alcohol and tobacco consumption among sexual orientations, focusing on asexual people, sexual people, and those in the gray b- area between asexual and sexual, i.e. gray asexual. Uh, they had some data from some places, blah, blah, blah. Notably, asexual and gray asexual respondents were found to consume significantly less alcohol and were more likely to abstain from drinking alcohol altogether compared to allosexual respondents. Differences in tobacco consumption were only statistically significant for asexual respondents in two of the three studies that included tobacco consumption. Uh... Gray, asexual and gray asexual respondents were more likely <clears throat> to be non-drinkers than allosexuals. Okay, yeah. Interviews conducted in one of the studies. Interviews conducted in study two identified somatic, social, and psychological experiences and motivations that may shed light on the reasons for lower drinking frequencies. So yeah, according to the study, um, and I am I'm curious what like other studies have found if like they find that gay people drink more. I wouldn't be surprised if that was found because I feel like stereotypically, I feel like part of gay culture is like going to the club and like, yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race is like always sponsored by like vodka brands. And, well, you know, you know, me and my famille went to Stonewall Inn when we were in New York yeah. um, and it happened to be a Friday night and they do drag race repulse drag race um like viewing parties and my sister and her wife love repulse drag race and so they ended up they ended up staying for it and um they were like sponsored by a certain type of drink except (laughs) except there were there were alcoholic ones and then there were virgin ones and they um only sent the non-alcoholic ones they didn't have the alcoholic ones like the sponsor did not send alcoholic ones and so they were like you can have a non-alcoholic beverage and put a shot in it (laughs) what are you reading you're distracted you're not listening to me yeah i'm reading research for i'm telling a good story and you're not i already heard the story 
I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. Um, so one of these studies, they did interviews with these people kind of to ask, like, okay, why don't you drink? So part of it, it seems like pretty typical stuff of, like, the taste of alcohol or hangover effects. Um, some people said that they tended to avoid environments that had a lot of drinking, such as, like, bars and clubs, because they just didn't like all the noise and just that thing. The cost was another reason. Yeah. Can I can I jump in? Well, I, this is not alcohol. This is on the tobacco thing. Can I just yeah. do a quick jump in on that? I would love that. I have a completely unfounded theory. Oh, okay. Not based yeah. in any truth. I can't wait. <laughs> um, I feel like the only reason people think smoking is cool that they ever think that vaping is a different vaping is different. Okay, so you mean I'm like talking, cigarette? I'm talking about cigarettes. Okay, analog smoking. Analog smoking, yes. Um, the I feel like the only like reason people start doing it or people like doing it, not the only reason people start, but like it's like sexy. It's like a, it's it's smoking. Like like oh that guy's smoking. It's hot. here's the thing is like it does look hot. I'm that, sorry, it you know does it. See, I agree, and you, so and what is it? And and so I'm wondering what, why, like why? I'm trying do you, to remember why do even me and you agree? I don't know. I so I took a class in college that was like a, the whole class was about addiction, and it was a mix of a history class and a psych class. So it was really interesting. We went through the history of like opioids and tobacco and weed, and like talked both about the brain and kind of like history and stuff. And I'm trying to remember if that got brought up in the tobacco section. I think it must be a media thing, right? Because there's like it has to be your James Dean and your like black and white magazine covers. I think that's got to be it because there's nothing. I don't think there's anything inherently. I mean, you're putting something in your mouth. Yeah, I mean, there's (laughs) like you could say there's something like slightly phallic about it that you're like putting like a stick shaped thing in your mouth. Yeah. But yeah, there's something. I don't. Maybe it's like the attitude of people that you often see. Because it's not like. Because here's the thing. Not everyone who smokes is hot. When I think yeah. of a hot person who smokes, I'm thinking specifically of like red lipstick, black and white photo, like. Oh, yeah. Kind of like the rock and roll, like. Like know. like moody, artsy lighting. <laughs> yes. Like that is hot. But yeah, I'm not like picturing like I'm not picturing like a, a 60 year old man like sitting outside that's a gas not station. Hot. That's not what I'm picturing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Because like. Yeah, but that's and so (laughs) what are you gonna do? If fewer asexuals are into tobacco products, maybe it's because they just don't feel like they don't feel the need to appear hot, so they just don't start. Maybe once you start, you you know those things are addictive. So what I was looking for, so all of the reasons given in this of like why these people don't drink are pretty standard. I think things Mm -hmm. that you often hear like. You know, you don't like the social situation or you don't like the feeling of loss of control. You don't like the taste of it. I was kind of expecting because my here's my theory. And we were talking about this with the people we met um, Mm -hmm. after the event. We were kind of theorizing why that was. And we talked about how a lot of times alcohol is present in social situations where people are trying to like socially lubricate so that they can then feel more confident 
talking to people, courting people, like trying to hook up, trying to mm-hmm. flirt and date or whatever. Alcohol is a social lubricant. Yeah. And if you're A-spec and that's not your goal, then yeah. like you wouldn't feel that need to like break that ice or whatever in that way. So I'm kind of surprised I didn't see that in that study anywhere. Yeah. And I know um, I know that study was just focused on asexual yes. and gray asexual, but I mean, not to generalize, but I do think it's probably applicable to arrows. I would not and, be surprised. And yeah. gray arrows too. Gray rows. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by that. Because you think about how people often start drinking it is often in high school or college in a party setting Mm -hmm. at the time of age where people are like coming into their sexualities Mm -hmm. starting to have an interest in that and like those environments like the i don't know like the the environments where kids are starting to drink are the same environments where kids are starting to experiment with their sexualities i feel like and so if you start at a young age putting those together, yeah, then it's like it gets hard to separate because yeah. it's like, oh, this is just like you don't even think about it. like, oh, this is just what you do. Yeah, because for me, if you think about like, OK, events where uh, alcohol is a, a, an inherent part of it. Yeah. Certain sporting events. Yeah. And then like college frat type parties even yeah. if they're not a frat party yeah um like college parties like those yeah. are the two kind of things that i think of yeah as an american i know another like in in germany the culture is a little bit different. yeah i think this is probably quite american with countries with a lower drinking age you're more likely to start drinking with your family and so it yeah. might be yeah a bit different what's the um, country with the highest drinking age Probably here. Sometimes, uh, I don't know about that. Sometimes mm. I think about how the 21-year-old age minimum for drinking in the United States was, like, new within our parents' lifetimes. Yeah. And how before then it was 18. So, like, there are people alive now who yeah. legally drank as 18-year-olds. Because it seems it, so, like, set in stone. They should like, just oh, put 21. it back. They should just put it back. I don't think they're going to. They're not going to, but nobody's waiting anyway. Like, you know, (laughs) what are we doing? Highest drinking, highest minimum Mm -hmm. bogey. He just knocked my Yoongi calendar off the table. This is his month. He's an anti. This is Yoongi month. You're a fucking anti. I can't believe this. Unbelievable. Anti-behavior. Anyway, uh, the highest drinking age is 25 in some regions oh. of some countries, including parts of India. Oh. Um, the legal drinking age in the U.S., Kazakhstan, and Micronesia is 21. Several other nations, including Japan and Iceland, follow closely behind with the range of 20. The more you know. But it seems like those 25s are regional not yeah. national. Interesting. It does say that the in most countries uh it's 18. Um yeah. the and the lowest is 16 which is in a lot of European countries. Um I know in Germany and this is true in some other countries in Europe. 
uh, there's a different age for wine and beer versus liquor. Mm, yeah. So sense. you can drink beer at 16, but you yeah. can't have liquor until yeah. you're 18. Anyway, but also, you go to church and you have I saw, wine. I saw a TikTok Jesus the other blood. day. Fuck off. I saw a TikTok the other day that said, do churches have to have a liquor license <laughs> for communion? They don't. Well, well, here's the thing, too, is once the wine, at least in the Catholic Church, once the wine has been turned magically and, into blood. And once it becomes, because in the Catholic Church, it doesn't just represent Jesus' flesh allegedly. and blood, it becomes. You so you're straight up drinking vampiric. this bitch's blood. Yeah. Um, but once it has been blessed, crazy. yeah, once it has been like blessed for the wafers, they if you Skin. if they've been blessed but they haven't been used, there's like a special place where you can store them. Yeah, you put them in the cup and then they go in the hut. In the in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But for wine, they just drink it. You have you can't dump it out. You yeah, they have just to drink it. it. You gotta. And, and they so- do. And they do. <laughs> and so if you're one of the people who is like giving mm-hmm. out the wine at mass and say not many it. people take because like in the, at least the Catholic Church that I grew up in, most people took communion, but they didn't. They yeah. would often only take the wafer and not do the yeah, wine. The wine was gross. Yeah. Um. And so if not that many people drank the wine, Goff, you then chug it. whatever is left, they have to drink. Even mm-hmm. if it's like 10 a.m. on a Sunday. God, drink that blood. <laughs> and like they all, I, I'm pretty sure they drink it before mass ends too. Because like. They kind of do uh, it like as mass is wrapping up. At well, least it's like at my right. Church. That's like the last thing before. It's like, it's like right at the end yeah. when they're like, "Here's the thing you need to know about the community." Yes. Anyway. Anyway, um, <laughs> this research said that the question is: Do single people who drinks more, couples or singles? And they said that they found that those who are married drink less alcohol and drink less often than those who are single or divorced. Which, like, kind of makes sense because if you're, like, going out less with the intention to, like, find someone. Yeah. Then there's, like, less opportunity for those, like, social engagements that go with alcohol. Right. You know? Like, like you're not necessarily going out seeking to meet people. Yeah. If, if you go out, it's more likely to be with friends at a planned event which is also a situation where you may not you may not feel you need as much social lubricant and also if you're comfortable with the people that you're with and you trust them like hopefully they won't judge you if you're like no i don't want to drink tonight or like i don't want any more or that sort of situation whereas if you're like talking to some guy that you're trying to hook up with and he's like oh no like have another like you're more likely to say yes I was also thinking about, I think so often people's first dates or like first couple of dates or whatever is just to go get drinks. Yeah. Like that's the date is like we're going to just go to the bar and get a drink. So I was looking mm-hmm. up that too. of just like why did we do that? So I found a HuffPost article that said modern dating is making us drink more. It's making us less successful at it. And it talks about how this writer, I don't think it's, yeah, it's not who wrote the article, this writer um said what she she before a date would take 
would drink a personality drink, like, before she even went on the date. Because it's just, like, you know, it opens you up or whatever. And so then, and then you go on the date and you drink more. So she was saying it gives you a false sense of connection with a person. Mr. Bogey stepped on my keyboard. And he stopped my recording. And I didn't notice. But luckily, it was only, like, 20 seconds ago. <laughs> Continue. So then they're basically talking about you have, like, your champagne goggles on. Because you go, you have a drink before you go because you're nervous. And then you go get drinks mm -hmm. with someone. You have a couple more drinks. And, of course, you're going to think you like them more. And, like, oh, you have so much chemistry. You're talking so well because. You know what I prefer to champagne goggles? Ace back glasses. Ace back glasses. <laughs> so true. <laughs> By our book. Um. It's also really interesting to me, one of the, like, networking yeah. is very, at least in my industry, in Hollywood, it is very much based in getting drinks after work. I think that's, I, uh, we have a friend who's um, becoming a lawyer, and she also doesn't drink, and she said the same thing, of, like, it's hard to yeah. network with people, because that's people's go-to, is like, oh, let's just go get a drink. And it's like, well. Yeah. And so for me, a person who does not drink and also does not like, especially one-on-one yeah. -on -one situations with people yeah. that I don't know, um, or like people that I've only emailed with sometimes in a yeah. professional <laughs> setting, like I don't want to go to yeah. begin with. Well, that's what this <laughs> and then when And then when I go, then they're like, oh, what are you drinking? A and I'm like, Coca -Cola. a Coca-Cola. And like you hope that they will yeah. have a perfectly normal reaction to that. Yeah. But like you, you never know what people are going to. Well, it's like what this article is saying, too, is that <clears throat> so many people are meeting dates off of apps, so it's a complete stranger. And so because they're yeah. uncomfortable with that, that's why they're having a drink is because. Yeah, it's kind of like everything is a blind date almost. Yeah. And so it's like the same thing you're saying with networking of like, this is someone you don't know very well. And so yeah. you might feel more comfortable if you liked drinking, if you, like, had a drink to make you more mm -hmm. loose or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's interesting. Like, I definitely think alcohol's influence on people has its use. Yeah. Like, has it, it, it can be helpful, but mm -hmm. you have to use it right. For example, I don't drink. But you know what I love doing? Carry Coke. There, take a sip. That wasn't what I was going to say. Um, I love using people being drunk mm. as a story device okay. in the plot of things I'm writing. Okay, yeah. It is so helpful. Yeah, they just be doing shit. Because they just be doing shit. And so, you know, as a writer, I'm, I, I am constantly... Not constant. I'm not like every scene. Yeah. But like, you know, and sometimes I, I have to be like, is this what drunk people do? <laughs> like, I have to ask people. And I was like, one time, one, one time I wrote a line and I was like, I like this line, but I don't know if it's right for drunk. And and my friend was like, yeah, that seems a little more like high. And so mm. I was like, I'm going to leave it in, but just. But now they're high. But no, but but change the line so that it acknowledges <laughs> that it is that it's you know a high thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is none of this is to say that alcohol is bad. Like I, I drink. 
It's I've just been that I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Um, Why did I turn that into like a southern swing really situation? You did. <laughs> it's just that if you are going into every social situation using it as a crutch, and if you or need it, if you, yeah, if you need it, like obviously that's a whole other problem. Um, Alcoholism. Okay. Is bad. <laughs> it is bad, but it's not your fault either. It's genetic. Anyway, yeah, it can be genetic. Um, yeah. It can be genetic. Like that's what's that's when it starts to be a problem is if you're going on dates and drinking every time. Like, of course, you're not going to know if you actually like someone, or like you might get to the third date and be like, "Oh, you're actually really boring. How did we get here?" Yeah, like that is gonna make it yeah. confusing. Here's a question okay. for you. Yep, I think I think I know the answer, but I'm asking you anyway. For me, as an airways who does not drink, yes. Do you think those things are connected in any way? For you, yeah. Mm. Hmm. I think it could be. How so? I think that if you, oh, because you like don't, you're not a huge like party person either. I don't leave my house. Right. But if you wanted to date or have mm-hmm. sex, I think you might be more likely to leave your house because you would have to to find that. <laughs> or or I would complain about how I wasn't dating or having sex yes. but not doing anything yes, about not it. Doing that anything sounds about like it. a thing that I would sounds do. Sounds like what you do. <laughs> but if you were like really motivated to do that, then you might find yourself in more places when there where there is alcohol. But do you think I would actually drink it? I don't know. It, it's hard for me because I, I do. I've never, you know, I've obviously never known you to drink, and like me neither, right? <laughs> and like there, there's just something about you, and I, it, I don't think it's like your orientation. There's something about you that it makes sense that you don't drink. Yeah, and maybe I have that's this... just because you don't. And so to me, it's like, well, of course she doesn't. But there is yeah. something about you that it's like, yeah, of course she doesn't drink. I have this weird thing where I'm like, in practice, I'm very straight laced, but I'm mm-hmm. not straight. Nor do right. I care if anyone else is straight laced. Yeah. So it's like I don't drink. I don't do a drug. I'm afraid well, of gambling. <laughs> the thing is like i do think that you probably have a propensity towards an addictive personality yeah which is like why you don't have games on your phone and yeah things like that so that is the thing is the thing is what was that did you hear that or is that me i heard you it repeated oh it like skipped that was weird there was a buzz in my ear oh well you skipped okay i had a buzz a little bit earlier it was like before you came on it was weird that's weird Anyway, so, like, if you did start drinking, maybe you, like, would really like it, you know? That's part of the reason why I don't. Exactly. But also, I'm a really picky eater, and I'm just afraid of shit. That's the, that's also part of it, is, like, alcohol doesn't often taste good. Like, there's some that taste yeah. good, but, like, at a college party where people start drinking, like, none of that tastes good. There was a, there was a thing going around... Uh, the Twitter circles that I operate on recently, which was like, uh, like the five drinks you should know me by. Okay. Um, Kayla. Yep. Here's a quiz. Can you name five different drinks that I drink? <laughs> oh, uh, cherry coke. 
mm-hmm. milk, mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not a Sprite guy, are you? I've never had Sprite. Yeah, you're not a Sprite guy. You're not a ginger ale guy. Um, I will allow you to count. I will drink lemonade. Okay. I'm I am very rarely like I want lemonade, and when I do drink lemonade, I usually prefer it to be like pretty watered down. Hot cocoa? No, that's cider. Oh yeah. You like a cider? I will. I will drink cider, not hard cider, like soft. Yeah, cider. soft cider, <laughs> like apple cider. Yeah. Um, I will drink it, but if you gave me a full glass of it, I would yeah. be like, okay. So there really are way only three drinks that you actually like. Like, we can we can count Coke and Cherry Coke as two separate. That's things. fair. Well, yeah, you really. Yeah, and so I was just like, everyone's like, oh, here are the five drinks yeah. that you should like. I don't even know by. five drinks. <laughs> I was like, I don't even, I can't even list five drinks. I'm a big drink guy. I, I'm yeah. a drink, I'm a drink girly. I like a silly little drink. I would be a horrible bisexual. Because bisexuals famously yeah. always have at least three drinks going. Yep. And I would just be so bad at that. Yeah, I like, I like a drink. I like a silly little yeah. drink. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are we talking I, just, about? I just can't imagine you being into alcohol i don't know like yeah and so like i don't know for me it's a and when people ask me like why don't you drink like i don't have a yeah answer that satisfies people yeah like people will be like oh like are you morally against it no i don't fucking care if you do yeah and they're like oh do you not like the feeling of being drunk i've never been drunk i don't know (laughs) like and i can be like oh i don't like the taste of it like i don't I, I'm not drawn to yeah. the idea of being drunk. And the, the the thing that usually people will accept is like, I don't know, I have an addictive personality. I'm afraid if yeah. I start, I won't stop. And people will like, oh, okay, I accept that answer. Yeah. But like, it is, and it is part of the answer, but also I just don't want yeah. to. Like, I, ju- I you just, just don't, don't, have, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't have I any almost, urge to. I almost wonder if there are a lot more people who start that way, who then feel pressured to start drinking because they feel like they need it to date and mm-hmm. have sex. And then mm-hmm. they end up just like growing accustomed to it or like developing a taste for it. But because yeah. those social pressures weren't there for you, you never forced yourself to like it. Yeah, that could be true. Like there's probably a lot more people out there that like had those pressures not been there, they also would never have started drinking. Yeah. And also I think not drinking is associated with being I'm trying to think of a word that's not ableist. Uh <laughs> the, the word I'm thinking of is lame. You're not supposed to use that. Rude? No, like boring. Mm, yeah. And like not cool. Yeah. A stick. Um a stick in the Yes. Mud. And like you think of like religious community, yeah. like Mormons can't even have caffeine, you know. Yeah. And, like, that scene is, like, yeah, embarrassing. And so yeah. it's, like, people don't want to be seen as that. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to date because, yeah. like, you don't want people to see you a certain way. So I benefit from not giving a fuck ever. Yeah. I, th- I think that's what? hard. What? Sorry, Hobie's live. <laughs> okay. I think that's probably hard for A-Specs, too, because, like, because A-Specs are more likely not to date or have sex, obviously. They still do and can, but 
Ma'am, focus up. <laughs> but look at him. He's just outside. We gotta focus up, girl. Look at him. What's he doing? Michael Jackson looking ass. That's not even the one that you think <laughs> looks like Michael Jackson. I don't remember which one it is. But the one, one that you think looks like Michael Jackson is my bias, bitch. <laughs> Sugar looks like Michael Jackson. He does, yeah. Y'all, I can name all of the BTS now. Do it. <clears throat> I want to write it down. It'll help me. I watched two pieces of BTS content while Sarah was visiting me. Okay. You're welcome. Sarah's bias is Sugar. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not his name, but yeah. Jimin. J-Hope, Jungkook, Jin, R-M, V. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh! Oh, oh my god. I got all seven, and I remembered your bias. Everyone, get shat upon. <sighs> get shat upon. <laughs> get shat upon. Anyway, what I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted is that people who do not date or have sex are also often seen as boring. And so then you add Mm -hmm. not drinking on top of that. And if asexual people are more likely not to drink, then that's just like two counts against you for things that shouldn't be obviously counted against you. Like it should not be seen as boring. So that does, I feel like, probably make it tough. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think this is um, like intentionally related, but I do think I thought of it earlier when I referred to a non-alcoholic drink as virgin. Yeah. Where it's like it's. It's without. Well, I need. I need a word. I need a word that's not. That means synonym for lame. Why would I be saying lame? <laughs> what? Now it just came up with the word first. What's happening? <laughs> Hello. I always have thesaurus.com open. Hold on. I know you. Did. The last thing I looked up was limbs. Uh. Okay. These are all just ableist. These are bad. These are bad. <laughs> well, because I, I mean it in, like, the, the colloquial way. The I'm looking at way. boring. Cinnamon. Anyway, it doesn't... Okay, boring. Dull. I forgot what I was saying. Dull? This is the problem. I'm, I really am trying to eliminate... Flat. I really am trying to eliminate... Pedestrian. Um, Lackluster. Can you stop? <laughs> There's so much going on. That's a good one. Humdrum. Hope he is live. The cat is walking all over my desk. I'm trying to finish a sentence and you're just saying names. Why Common or garden. Remember again? when we couldn't figure out the word common or garden variety? Oh, there it is. Anyway. Loki just fucking dropped my shit on the floor again. Anyway, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, I have really been trying to eliminate like slang words that are ableist yes. in origin. Yeah. But there are so many of them. And a lot yeah. of them don't have good synonyms. And so it's I'm yeah, trying to tough. find because you, you you shouldn't use the word stupid or crazy either. I've been really gonna... trying. I've really been trying not to say crazy recently. But then I'm also I've, like, can I? Not? I said it. I said it earlier on this podcast. And I was like, fuck. I've been saying bananas a lot. I say wild a lot. I say wild a lot, too. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and like if by but, but, but by that. Is is unhinged ableist? I don't know because it's in reference to you know what I mean. Yeah. So well, it's kind of like you think about the word hysterical, how that yeah. was applied to women historically, and what it means now. I don't know. Language is tough, you know. Language is tough. Anyway, um, I have fucking no idea what we you were, were talking, talking about, about. Virgin. 
Oh, drink. right. How like it's it's um it's it's looked down upon to yes. be like oh I'm drinking a virgin drink in the same way that it's looked down upon yeah to be a virgin yeah and it's like there's no fucking reason for that yeah. but it is what it is it is what it is well I I won't I won't say it is what it is because that implies that we can't change it that's true when we can and we're working on it but you know it takes yeah. time it does now I'm just thinking about the first time. I ever got drunk in college, ever, and in college. Like, it was in large part to, like, impress a guy. And I'm just when thinking, was it? In college. Yeah, when? It was the party. So we were, Sarah and I were in a musical together, freshman year, and I had to act drunk in the musical. Oh, right. And I had never been yeah, drunk yeah, yeah. before. So we, like, threw a party as a cast. In large part to teach me what it felt like. What being drunk to be drunk, like. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think about like how different I think about drinking now than I did. First of all, when I started drinking, which makes sense, I was like much younger. Like how differently I think about it now, and also like how different my intentions are now when drinking. Yeah, like you think about you know those like TikToks you see where like a group of friends is going out for the night and everyone is like, here's my goal for the night is to like not call my ex or like to kiss whoever or to like, you know, yeah. you think about like why people are going out to drink in the first place. And a lot of times like they are just linked with dating and sex. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll stop now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Kayla, what's our poll for this week? Do you drink do you drink a spec yes no aloe yes no I, th I think i'd also be curious don't necessarily put this in the poll but if people are interested in sharing like whether you are a social drinker yeah or it's something you only do like a couple times a year or whether it's something you do regularly yeah. or if you or if you want to tell us about you being an alcoholic it's a safe space it is a safe you space we won't know what the fuck to say to you. I mean, I can, but it is, we could send you some resources. Other than that, we are it not. it is a safe space. <laughs> we're not trained to help with that. So the best we no. could do is send you some resources. But it is a safe space if you want to share. Yes. Um. So there's that. So true. Kayla, what is your beef in your juice this week? My beef is that I did not. I did brain testing. Okay, beef and juice. Mm. So I did my brain testing, if y'all recall. Yep. The juice in that is I found out I'm in the 99th percentile, so genius, in some brain areas. So <laughs> In some brain areas, I'm smart. Okay, in the rest of my brain areas, though, I was, like, average. I wasn't even bad at anything. I mean, um, I believe you. <laughs> one of the things I'm good at are, like, language and talking Turning and a stuff. horse around in your head. No, I was just average at rotating a horse. Can you believe that? I thought I was so good at rotating a fucking horse. I would, I would be average at best at rotating a horse. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm good at language, so can you even believe it? And I'm not, I'm not bad at math. I'm just average at math, they said. And they said, because I'm so good at other things, I thought I was bad at math. I'm still convinced I have dyscalculia. High anyway, achieving. High achieving High achieving child, child disorder. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I did not get the diagnosis I was looking for. So then I was like, where'd my easy answers go for what's wrong with my brain? But then I was like, oh, no, it's not <laughs> no. so simple and straightforward. Who would have thought? 
But then I was talking to my therapist and then we were like, maybe my meds are wrong. So now I'm going to talk to a different doctor about my medication. So really, I'm on a whole brain journey over here. So I guess that's beef and juice. Wonderful. My beef. Oh, here we go. Is the streets of Los Angeles. Oh, oh yeah. They came for you, didn't they? Absolutely aphobic. Y'all might recall less than a year ago, I had to replace all of my tires on my car because I got a flat tire and you're supposed to replace them at least in twos, but it's better to do it in four so that they all have like even tread. It was a whole shenanigans. Guess who got another fucking flat tire on my less than a year old tire? Not you tweeting in the middle of this podcast. (laughs) Not you liking my tweet in the middle of this podcast. <laughs> Can't believe this. Um, I hope you know that I do have the live on just under your face. Oh, I know. I saw you put it there. <laughs> anyway. I'm aware of what you do. I can't hear it, but I don't understand Korean anyway. Yeah, so what's the fucking point? <laughs> um, anyway, I hit a pothole. So that pothole had been there because they've been doing road construction and it's just been fucking up the road, but like on and off. So like I could, I could drive where it was. Um, and it was after it rained a bunch and the pothole's fucking evil and very deep and just like weird shaped. Too. Long, yeah. Um, and so I got a flat tire and I'm just going to walk you through this whole thing. I- <laughs> I'll sit back. I'll be back here. I got a flat tire. And so I find a place where I can go. So I went to that place. And I was like, here's my tire. Fix it. And they were like, um, this has heat damage. Um, so we can't. It's in our policy to not fix things with heat damage because there's like a 50% chance they'll break if you do that. And so it's our policy to not do it. And he, I was like, how? how? What? It is heat damage. He was like, yeah, that means that you drove on it too long after it was flat. And I was like, I drove a block. It was like the pothole. The pothole is very close to where I work. And when I dropped off my car and walked back to work, I passed the pothole. (laughs) I did not like and the 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 low tire no low air pressure thing didn't even come on until i was like at the gate at work i drew i drove maybe 50 feet after that came up so i was like girl this tire is less than a year old what the fuck are you on about so he was like we can't fix it but if you go to this place up the road they'll do it and so i was like you know what i appreciate your helpfulness but it's also like a weird dig at those people like oh they're not rude (laughs) they'll fix what we're too hoity-toity to fix <laughs> um anyway i went there it was at a gas station and there was no office so i just like walked into the garage and there was just like a guy talking on the phone and then another guy like sitting on his phone and i was like hi hello can i have a tire can you can you fix it and he was like yeah <laughs> and i was like how do you want me to proceed <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not following the script right and he was like he'll help you and it was the guy on the phone so i was like all right i'll wait also he wasn't on he was on a cell phone like he was just i don't know what he was doing um and so then i show it to him and i also needed an oil change so i was like oh two for one great so then i left and then i came back 
and he was like, yes, yeah, so we did your oil change. Problem, the tire's not fixable. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck, bro? And he showed it to me. And it was because there was sidewall damage, which is what fucking happened last time. There was a stupid fucking slit in the side of the fucking garbage. Anyway, I had to get a new tire. But because I had gotten new tires within the last year, I could just get the one because the tread wasn't that fucked up. And so then I had it delivered. And then I got dropped off my car and they were like, it'll take an hour. And I was like, cool, I'm going to go sit at Arby's and eat some Arby's. And bring my work iPad so I can do a little work. And then it'll be done in an hour. It did not take an hour. It took like three hours. Or more. I don't know. And then I went back. And then finally they finished it. But then there was a bunch of work that I couldn't do because, like, I didn't. I thought that my drafts saved to multiple devices. But apparently they don't. So I had some email drafts that I couldn't do. Anyway. I got my tire. I had to pay money. My juices that I got August D tickets. I saw this. Um, for one of the LA dates, I'm still looking for tickets for the other two LA dates. I would like to go to them all if I can. Um, so if anyone is selling tickets okay. face value for the for the uh May 10th or May 14th show, um, hit me I up. I feel like you're going for my birthday. I know. Um, the problem is that fucking. Ticketmaster fucking platinum pricing. Luckily, I got my tickets for like the actual correct price. It was still very expensive because they're sound check, but I'm gonna be in what? California then for a wedding. What if I ditch the wedding to go to BTS with you? I mean, all of his shows are sold out. They all sold out on day one. Of That's what you think. That is what I think. Correct. Yep. Anyway. Um, but there was like platinum pricing, so like, like in the two hundreds, it would be like a fucking thousand dollars. Yeah, Ticketmaster scams everybody, and so like some people like their face value tickets are like six hundred dollars for a seat in the two hundreds. I'm like, I'm not paying. I'm not doing that. Anyway, I'm sorry for that. Um, you can tell us about your beef, your juice, your August D tickets that you're selling, please. Um. On our social media at Sounds Fake Pod, if you've got August two tickets, just hit up my personal. Okay. At, at Costielli. Yeah, if you send um, them to the podcast, I will not forward them. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Okay. We also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sounds Fake Pod. If you want to be as cool as Martin Giselle, you can become a patron. We have. You'll a never be Giselle. as cool as Martin Giselle. That's I'm sorry. So it won't happen. <laughs> we have a new two dollar patron. It is H Moyer. Moye. I love you. You're not as cool as Martin, but I love you. But you could be with time. (laughs) Um, our five dollar patrons who we're promoting this week are Layla, Lily, Livy, (laughs) and Mary. Whoa. Mary's a real outlier. (laughs) Yes, rip Mary. Sorry about Uh, that. (laughs) Layla, Lily, Livy, and Mary. Um our our ten dollar patrons. We have a new ten dollar patron. It is David Harris. David, what would you like to promote? I love you. Other than the fact that I'm looking forward. Let's start. Can, can you hear that? I'm giving all of our new patrons kisses. Can you hear it? Oh. Uh, I can't hear it over Zoom, but I'm guessing they can probably hear it. Okay. Kiss for you. Um, David, what would you like to promote? I'll message you. I'll try to remember to message you. She no will. Guarantees. <laughs> no guarantees. No guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> 
elevator who would like to promote normalizing the use of tone indicators. JB, who would like to promote what? Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Get your wife under control. There's like drama. I don't even know what the drama is. Your wife is being nasty. Damn. I one of my um BTS Twitter mutuals, the one you met, the one who is um yes who was at the event yes um on her personal Twitter, Justin Bieber follows her for some reason. Um. Well, she should talk to him. And and so every year on his birthday, she DMs him, (laughs) "Happy birthday." And this year, I don't know when his birthday was, but she DM'd him, happy birthday. You should consider divorce. Ah! <laughs> he should. Did you know that his wife, Haley Bieber, was like a mega fan stalker of him? And then somehow- she was a fucking sasang? And then somehow got herself married to him. Anyway, she's nasty. Selena Gomez forever. Continue. Uh, my my would like to promote Christopher's Haven, and Maggie Capelbo would like to promote their puppy Ezra Bean. Our other ten dollars patrons are fucking Martin Chazelle. <laughs> Go turn! off, Martin. My fucking guy. But then when I signed his, when I like personalized his thing, I like I was like, I'm gonna put your last name because this is important to me. Yeah. But I like had to double check that I was spelling it right because even yeah. though I look at it, I was like. You never know. Uh, so I did have to ask him, which is a little embarrassing. Anyway, Maddie, Nathan Lish, Potato Purple Haze, Rosie Castello, Barefoot Backpacker, Song of Storm, the Steve Circle, Teo, Arkness, Allison, R.E.K., and Benjamin Abara. Benjamin Abara. Our $15 patrons are Andrew Hillen, who would like to promote the Amazing Spectrum podcast, Click for Caroline, who would like to promote Ace of Hearts, Dia Chappelle, who would like to promote twitch.tv slash Dia, Hector Murillo, who would like to promote, to promote friends that are supportive, constructive, and help you grow as a better person, John Young, who would like to. Oh, it doesn't matter. John Young, John Young, who would like to promote me finally sneezing because I've been needing to sneeze for so long. Kezia Root, who would like to promote people who come into your life just for a small time, but right when you need them, like Martin Giselle. Nathaniel White, who would like to promote NathanielJWayDesigns.com. Kayla Zantina, who would like to promote CatMaggerArt.com. And Sarah Jones, who's at Eternal Only Everywhere. Our $20 patrons are Sabrina Hawk, Merry Christmas, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote sneezing. And no matter what that one fucking doctor said, sneezing is normal. If what? you listen to Dear... If you listen to Dear Hank and John, you know what I'm talking about. Thanks for okay. listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, sneeze on your cows. A choo. But what if they get sick? Sneeze on the cow when the cow gets sick. <laughs> Don't say y'all. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>